WHAS, good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show. Football as well. Thanksgiving dinner in front of you, behind you, leftovers, whatever it might be. I hope it was great. And we love being here with you uh, to share in the joy of life and also Kentuckiana, don't you think? In the studios with me, some of my dear friends who will join us on a regular basis. We've got Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. His number is 499-6360. Good to see you, Chuck. Good to see you, Bob. Also, Brian O'Rear, the owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They hire veterans. They're the number one home team inspection service in the country. And their phone number is 357-0813. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. Good to have you here as well. I tell you, let's go to the phones. we got a lot of folks standing by with questions, and let's go right. And incidentally, throughout the show, and probably halfway through or so, I'm not sure when we're going to get to this, but reasons to list your home now. In fact, I've really put together seven really good reasons to list now and not wait until the spring of 2018. To the phones we go. Good morning. News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Are you there? Hi, Bob. This is Steve. Yeah. I bought a house in Louisville, but the inspection showed that the house has some problems. I wanted to get out of the contract. The selling agent is telling my agent that I can't just pull out. I need to submit the inspection to the seller to see if they will fix the problems. Is, is that true? Well, we, uh, we are experiencing a couple of these. In fact, I had to deal with something like that this past week, and I turned to Chuck, and Chuck, we, we actually communicated on this have you ever heard of it that the contract says it was it was written by your fellow compadres Mm -hmm. attorneys and when it comes to inspections the buyer can pull out tell me if i'm wrong they can pull out for really any reason in the on the louisville side southern indiana different but louisville as long as they've had an inspection and that inspection could be as simple as a termite inspection yeah, it's, I mean, it merely, it says what it says. Just read it. Uh, take it on its face value. Uh, adding in uh, conditions that aren't there just don't fly. Yeah. Uh, now, there are issues that can come from that. I mean, uh, if you look at it this way, I'm pulling out because I had an inspection that's not uh, up to my standards. I want to pull out. Okay, great. The only thing you can argue, why you pull out, isn't anything you can argue. The only thing you can argue uh, based on the language is whether or not you had an inspection. Mm-hmm. And I mean, come on, that's, that's kind of obvious now. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. You're right on there. Brian. I was just going to say, sometimes people will have uh, uncle Fred or uh, dad come and do a quote unquote home inspection. Yeah. That does not count. It needs to be right. a licensed home inspector. That's, that's for the, the pulling out automatically, right. but that's where the language stops. It doesn't say that you have to have a bad report. It's just right. not acceptable. Well, what's not acceptable? It's in the buyer's, dis- it's the buyer's yeah. discretion. Exactly. Now, operating on uh, if if they were to push the issue and they were to get lawyers involved, well, of course, in discovery, the first thing you'd ask for is a copy of the right. uh, the inspection and and try and find out what's not acceptable. Mm-hmm. I I just can't imagine a situation where a report comes back and says this is the greatest house that ever existed, uh, which is about what you would have to have. No, but you know that inspectors are paid to find problems, exactly. whatever. Am I correct, Brian? I mean, your goal is to find anything to uncover. Well, we're there to assess the home yeah. uh, with, with yeah. an independent look. And I, just one other thing I'd bring up. Sometimes we have sellers, actually, or sellers' agents. 
listing agents who call us and say, hey, I want a copy of the report, that report belongs to the buyer. Right. And so unless the buyer says that they will either give the report or just portions of it, I'd say probably the seller doesn't want the whole thing anyway. Because once the seller has the whole thing, then, then that, they have to disclose everything. That's exactly what crossed my mind when yeah. I heard it. It's like, okay, yeah. so you want to know all the bad things with your house that you now have to disclose? Well, I think the selling agent can, in fact, request it. Well, or of course you can pertinent pages. And that's smart. That's fine, and, you know, depending on what you want to do. But the thing we had this week was an agent here in Louisville who told one of our agents, no, I've talked to a number of attorneys, and they say you have to provide the inspection report and the seller has to be given a chance to fix the problems before the buyer can pull out, which is completely fake. I called this agent on it. In fact, I invited the attorneys that the agent had talked to on the air with us because, as I said to this uh, agent, I said, you know, it would be great for all of us real estate agents to know about this change in the contract because we'd need to know. And then she started sidestepping and backpedaling. Well, the thing that always hits me is um, it's kind of like real estate attorney poker. Uh, Mm. I've got a Steve Frank and a Mike Pitt, and that matches your three border boys. Uh, (laughs) So I win. Uh, it doesn't work that way. Uh, the thing, and, and I, I can see where it comes up, yeah. is that, uh, you know, you guys call us, we give you our, you know, what we think about it. We deal with real estate all the time. We know how it works. We're probably a little more informed on the, on the laws relating to it than, say, a litigation attorney. But the final arbiter of what is, what is right or wrong in here is, is a judge. And the thing to remember is that real estate attorneys aren't judges, and most importantly, judges are not real estate attorneys. Mm-hmm. Okay, so okay, it's a. Uh, I get it. I get it. And and hopefully, Steve, the point is you can pull out as a buyer and not have to, other than an inspection receipt. That's all you need to present. It's it. Period. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio eight forty WHAS. Good morning. Yeah. My radon test just came back with a level of 35, and the buyer walked away. Is it really that bad? Do I have to disclose that? 35? Uh, we've talked about this. I've had 125. That, to me, 35 is... 35. It's high. It's, it's high, but it's palatable. I mean, well, sure. Can, yeah. Here's the thing. Uh, radon can be mitigated. We've had them up into to the 200s. Oh, you beat me. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, in fact, I thought the machine was broken, so I, I, test, I retested it for free. Thought you know something's crazy, and it, it came back nearly two hundred again. So, wow. um, but it can be mitigated. It, it all depends on the mitigation. The company will have to install a, a stronger fan, maybe more suction points, or but, two fans. In my case, right. I got to put in yeah. Right. Yeah, so thirty five is is definitely high. The mitigation level, uh, the, the threshold for mitigation uh, that's recommended is four point zero. Half the homes, actually more than half the homes, about sixty percent of the homes in Louisville end up uh, testing high for radon, but. Uh, it's 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 not that big a deal. I mean, you to get it fixed, you should get it fixed. Easy to do. And though the, I think the second part of Selena's question was, does she have to disclose? Chuck, she definitely has to. Disclose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you know something, that goes back to the previous question. Sure. Yeah, if you know about it, or you should have known about it, it needs disclosed. So the answer is, Selena, there'll be other buyers. There, the market is still pretty hot even today. I mean, we're looking as my Sekolar Medley team moves forward in here and. November, December, we're still desperately looking for homes to list and sell because we've got a lot of buyers. And anybody who wants to take a look at the buyer list that we have, we have it's all online. I could show you just chapter and verse how many people are out there that we're working with. But it's incredible. So don't worry about it. And if you want more information, I'm more than happy to talk with you off the air as well at 376-5483. Okay. 
Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob. It's the Kohler Louisville Real Estate Show. News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Uh, hey, Bob. It's John. Um, yeah. I just bought my house, and we've moved in, and it's a few months in, and now we're starting to see stains on the uh, the ceiling on the second floor. Um, do you think the seller, like, tried to hide this stuff, or is this uh, something I should be concerned about? So uh, let's talk about this, because we've had something like this in yeah. the past. Your thoughts on this, Brian? Well, it's really hard to say. Uh, the inspector is going to obviously look for staining, and if he notes any, if he sees any staining, he'll more than likely note it for you. But he should also be getting into the attic, and so in the attic, um, there are some telltale places that he's going to look. He'll look especially around penetration points, and look at some of the insulation to see if it's matted to try to identify if there's any uh, existing water staining. So um, it's possible that it's new staining. It's possible that it's a new leak. Um, I'd say, first of all, go back to the inspection report. Try to see if there's any, any indications of previous uh, staining or any, any indications of previous water intrusion from, from the roof. So stand by, because I've got a caveat to this question that okay. actually just happened uh, this past Friday. Chuck, uh, back to are they trying to hide something? So the in this case, it could be a small claims court issue, mediation, arbitration. You just never know. Yeah. Um, you have to set a baseline first. You have to figure out when it started. So... I mean, I I don't know much about roofing, uh, uh, but I imagine that at some point uh, shingles, you know, fail and sometimes flashing fails if you've had a windstorm, that kind of thing. So it's entirely possible that that it's not uh, some sort of malfeasance there. Uh, And I would always operate on that. Just go ahead, get your guy in there, have him find out what caused it, get it fixed. And then you've you've mitigated your damages because just having damages isn't enough. You have to you have mitigate them. Yeah, yeah, and then and then move forward. And if it does seem like it was hidden or that it's been there a while, well, you know, look to see if there were any signs, like Brian says. Uh, yeah, one of the one of the great things about standing like this, typically, it's just because of a uh, a leakage around a flashing. Uh, a flashing boot collar around a plumbing vent. Say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if it's something like that, it's $100, $200 to fix. So it's not that big a deal. If it's something like chimney flashing or something like that, it's a little bit more expensive, but it could quite possibly be some. But the like cosmetic that. damage left behind, yep. having to fix the drywall, paint it, if, and it may not be able to spot patch, you've got to do the whole. So there could be more expenses. It, it, it absolutely yeah, could be. Yeah. Okay, so now here, guys, listen to this. This happened, uh, I got this call on Friday. You tell me uh, what you would advise. A buyer purchases a home and they were doing some work in the kitchen they needed to remove or move the refrigerator and they pulled it out and under the refrigerator was cardboard that was wet they pull the cardboard away and below it is mold and a subfloor that is deteriorating they had the house inspected Brian not by your group it was another company Fairly well-known company. And apparently they never moved the refrigerator or looked underneath in the crawl space because they would have clearly seen it was wet, that the refrigerator water uh, ice maker line apparently was leaking or something within the refrigerator was leaking. So they asked me, what do you do? I said, look, let's talk about it on the radio show, but the first thing you got to do is let the other agent know that this has been found and you'd like to know what the sellers that uh, sold the house are going to do about it. And then take it from there. Should First question for you, Brian. Should their home inspector have moved the refrigerator or noticed underneath or noticed below at, in the crawl space 
that there was a wet water problem with mold and this great, great, great question. I'll yeah. take that in a couple of different parts. The first is, uh, are home inspectors going to move refrigerators? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Uh, inspectors are not required to move any personal effects. There's a lot of really good reasons for that. It, it can lead to problems, but people have to understand if, like, a basement is completely uh, filled with clutter, mm-hmm. an inspector is not going to move everything away from the walls. It's just it's unfeasible. Also, there's potential damage to the uh, seller's uh, personal effects, so they're not okay. required to do that. So underneath, that is something uh, that a, an inspector will typically look at if they can get to that area. So I would say call the inspection company, find out uh, if there was some obstruction, they were unable to get over to that area, but... Um, the subfloor is something that they, they will be looking at and inspectors should be looking should at. Should be looking yeah. at. So now let's turn to you on this, Chuck. So just this leak alone, a seller could say, look, I didn't know it was there. But the fact that they covered it with cardboard. Okay. Well, i got a couple of thoughts. Uh, the first one is, uh, by the way, uh, legal ethics and uh, how to create uh, an attorney-client relationship. If we're speaking about a particular person's problem, I can't say anything. But if we're talking hypothetically general, about issues yeah, of right. this nature, of course. Uh, then the first thing that comes to my mind is, well, how long is that? Uh, cardboard been under there, and if it's only a little damp, it would seem to me if there was a regular... There's a lot damp from what I understand. Okay, because yeah. it would seem to me like it would have dissolved, and when you pull it away, it you know shreds. I'm just thinking of boxes and water. No, I think that uh, happened, but yeah. okay. keep going. You're um, good. But uh, anyhow, how are they going to know what's under there? That obviously gives a suggestion that they knew something was going on. Right. Could have been that they were suspicious and stuck it under there to see if there was something (laughs) Mm -hmm. and forgot about it. Mm -hmm. I know I've uh, stuck a cardboard underneath one of my kids' cars when I thought maybe it might be leaking. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, something that sounds like... But when the kid pulled the car away, you'd know whether it was or not. You're you're, you're fishing for something that doesn't exist. I I know, I know, I know. It it, it really does sound kind of... uh, Kind of yeah. yeah, as an attorney, I'd look at uh, everybody involved in the process, not just the uh, uh, home inspector, but also the owners and, oh, yeah. and right. go yeah. from there. But the thing most important is just go ahead and you got to set a baseline. you got to find out what your damages are. Uh, go and have somebody come in, uh, give you estimates on how to fix it, give the other side an opportunity to fix it. But at some point, you're going to need to fix it, and then that's your damage. Mm-hmm. And that damage is what you go after them for. Got it. Looking for the future of Louisville photography? It's not all the same, folks. I promise you, it's different. Go to louisville3d.com. That's louisville3d.com. And take a look at some of the things that we're doing with photography these days. Guarantee you'll you'll see there is, in fact, a difference. Uh, Let's go back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hey, Bob. Yeah. This is Lee. Hi. Um, I, I'm selling my home. I've had a couple contractors out about gutters, and they keep telling me how it's going to add value. Is that really true or not? You know, it's funny. I had a couple of contractors out because we were putting gutters on our house, and two pretty big, reputable names, and each one of them made the point that you can add value to your home. And I said, do you know I'm a real estate agent? And they go, oh, really? And then I, they said, and it will uh, ensure the safety and integrity of your home for life. And I said, really? well, first of all, I never was able to make more money for a, a seller who had put one of your brand names on the house. It wasn't worth more money or value. So I don't buy that argument. And the argument about stability, Brian, will one gutter keep the house stable over another gutter? <laughs> It seems like a preposterous claim. Now, I will say having good functioning gutters that are uh, taking the water far away from the home is very, very important uh, 
particularly for the uh, foundation. True. But uh, stability of the house, yeah. I don't think so. So you're familiar with the variety of different uh, gutter guard oh, yeah. and whatnot yep. systems? Okay, yeah. I'll talk to you about that. Okay. Oh, 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 you're looking, are you going to put gutters on? <laughs> no. no. Oh, okay. Let's just say that I've been subjected to some having to sit through some sales talks well, as the HOA director. But just, uh, just talking before we take a break, just real quickly, because I think this is important for our listeners to hear. So one of the – because I was, I was shopping for a good price and a, a mm-hmm. good product. One of them says, listen – I'm going to call the owner of the company while I'm there. Oh, come on. I kid you not. Drives me nuts. Oh, I kid you not. He goes, hey, listen, um, I, uh, I've i got this really good guy, Bob, and he really wants to work with us, but uh, he, it's too high in price. And he's got the guy on the speakerphone. I, I know. I know. Oh, that's fine. Well, we can cut him a deal. Oh. And, the, and the deal wasn't even worth dis- discussing. I mean, it was crazy. Are, are we selling? I, I'm, I'm going to stop right there. It's like, yeah, cars. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Uh, well, yeah. No, I was thinking vacuums. Vacuum yeah, oh. That's exactly what I was. I had one of those experiences. Oh. Oh. All right. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll give you seven reasons to list your home this holiday season. Not wait until the, the uh, springtime of 2018. In the studio, dear friends, great people. Great folks to work with. Brian Arrear, owner of Home Team Inspection Service at 357-0813. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. They do closings, and you can pick the closing attorney that you want to work with. And Chuck does a variety of other things, wills. Um, he does evictions, works with renters. I mean, just know he's an all-around nice guy and does a lot of work for a lot of people. 499-6360. And you can reach me anytime, day or night. Bob Sekoler, Sekoler Medley Team. The direct number is 376-5483. Bob Sekoler, 376-5483. We'll take a break back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Hello, everybody. Brian O'Rear with Home Team Inspections, the number one home team inspection business in the entire nation. And team makes all the difference. We bring a team of professionals to inspect each home. Multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties means a more thorough and efficient look at your property. Our teams consist of military veterans. They understand the value of professionalism, attention to detail, and going above and beyond to serve your needs. Visit us at hometeam-louisville.com to schedule your inspection today. Get the team. Get home team. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. When homes are selling fast, who can ensure you'll get the most money for yours? 
I'm Barbara Corcoran, and I've managed agents who have sold homes for thousands of dollars over list price. The key is to hire the agent with a smart, aggressive marketing plan. In Louisville, no agent sells more homes than Bob Sokoler. His marketing attracts over 1,000 buyers month after month and allows him to put an immediate cash offer on your home and offer flexible fees. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get top dollar for your home. Radio 840 WHAS. Bob Sekoler, the uh, Sekoler medley team over at REMAX Properties East. You're listening to the Louisville Real Estate Show. Heard every Sunday morning from 830 to 9 here on News Radio 840 WHAS. In the studio, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. And Brian O'Rear, owner of Home Team Inspection Service at 357-0813. So, why, if you're thinking, maybe we want to sell our home and move up uh, even before the talk of this tax credit or the tax changes with uh, our current president. And we don't know if that's even going to go through, folks. And there are a lot of rumors here and there. So I'm not even addressing it because it's, it's all rumors for the most part. But anyway, so why would you want to sell now as opposed to wait in uh, 2018, spring or fall or winter or, or summer of 2018? Let me give you some tips and some reasons. Number seven, the supply of listings increases substantially after the holidays. Also, in many parts of the country, new construction will continue to surge, reaching new heights in 2018, which will lessen the demand for your house because you've got more competition. Item number six, the desire to own a home doesn't stop when the holidays come. Buyers who were unable to find their dream home during the busy spring and summer months are still searching. And that's really very true because we're seeing buyer activity on our websites. We can show you that as it's happening. So just note that that is, is still in play. There is less competition for you as a seller right now. Let's take a look at listing inventory as compared to the same time last year. Listing inventory is down. Buyer activity is still up. You know what that means. You are still in a hot market. Uh, Item number four, homes show better when decorated for the holidays. Absolutely. By the way, take a guess. The number one day for buyer activity online. Guys in the studio. Black Friday? Black Friday? No. Chuck? No idea. No idea. It's Christmas Day. Wow. What? It's Christmas Day. The number of people online looking at homes spikes beyond belief, Hmm. and we think the reason is because people are home with family, and maybe they're thinking about moving back closer to their family, or, in fact, they've got this good feeling of spirit and and goodwill, and they're thinking, okay, what what are we going to do to make this last, and maybe it's make a move. So uh, just so you know, a little tidbit there. Number three, you can restrict the showings on your home the times you want to show it, so you'll make, remain in control. And if you've got family dinner or people coming over, you just say, no, I'm not going to show it. Number two, purchasers who are looking for homes during the holidays are serious buyers and are ready to buy now. They're not just kicking tires and walking around looking at the house. They are out there looking for real. And then finally, relocation buyers are out there. Many companies are still hiring throughout the holidays and need their employees in their new positions as soon as possible, including the first of the year, first of January. So you've got people who are looking right now. Seven reasons to give me a call at 376-5483. We'll get you on the market and get you sold as quickly as you can say, one, two, three. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio, 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hi, Bob. It's Danny. Yeah. I was having some issues with my dad who's selling his house and putting it on the market, except for he's done some electrical himself, and I'm kind of worried that 
it's not going to pass code or inspections. What should I do to help him with that? All right, let's start with, Chuck, I'm coming to you in a second. Let's start with Brian. So doing electrical yourself, that could be dangerous. It, it can be. A lot of people do. They'll maybe change out a, an outlet or maybe add some uh, ground fault uh, outlets. Um, if he's at all concerned, it sounds like he is, just, just have an electrician over and have them take a look at the, at the house. Uh, maybe look in the panels, just see what your dad has done, and they'll be able to make sure that everything's okay. At the inspection, it's important to know the inspector will not be looking for code compliance. Uh, we're prohibited by law from looking at code compliance, but they will be looking at safety things, and we often find uh, uh, unsafe conditions. And uh, then we'll just move over to Chuck. So mm-hmm. if dad's done some work on the house, and something happens tragically. Oh well, yeah, who's on the hook? You don't even want to go into that scenario. Mm. Um, you want to resolve it well before you get a contract on it. Just go and get that electrician right now. If Dad did work, you know he did work. You'd be nuts not to. Uh, personal injury lawyers are salivating across the land as you speak mm. uh, with this issue. Yep, got it. All right, I think that spells it out pretty uh, dramatically, Danny. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. My name is Alan. Yeah. I had a question about listing my house and having a Christmas tree up or not up. Hmm. So I would always tell you, if you're planning on listing your house, have the pictures done before you put the holiday lights, trees, whatever it might be, up. Because if it doesn't sell in the first couple of weeks... Come January or February or March, and we still have pictures up, and most agents won't come back and retake them, uh, you've got dated pictures showing that it's been on immediately. It shows it's been on since before the holidays. No. And plus, my wife would never buy a house if the Christmas lights are up after Christmas. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Sherry is oh. like that? Really? Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Stuff comes down two days after. Oh, she's it, oh, two days after? Oh, she's I could yeah, just see she's vicious. you and Sherry at the dinner table the turkey is halfway done, and she goes, okay, everybody stop. we got to take those lights down now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, I think I know her. All right. That's the answer on that, Alan. I would, uh, I would get pictures taken before if you're planning on listing it uh, during the holidays, so that way you've got pictures that are fresh for a number of months to come. Back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. This is Steve. I've yeah. got a quick question regarding home ownership in a different state here from Kentucky. Uh, we have a couple homes in Florida, a home up here. Uh, what do we do to put our names on these homes, the successor uh, parts of the family, if it's in Florida specifically? Okay. Uh, that cuts me out of the conversation right because there. Because you're not licensed not in Florida. licensed in Florida. I can't give any information relating right, to Florida. Let's say it's here in Kentucky. Uh I'm not sure then what is the question. Well, he's asking what forms. I oh, I took it. My thought was quick, uh, quick claim deed. Okay. Uh, some people will, it, um, depending on which infomercial you listen to about who's selling what uh, estate product mm-hmm. or will or trust or whatever, uh, you know, ooh, do this uh, so that it 
you know, goes to your kids the way you want it. Well, there's a lot of things you can do in that regard. Um, how you set up the uh, deed, well, generally husbands and wives do it in joint survivorship. One of them dies 100% vests in the other party. The thing is, what if you're coming into the marriage um, with kids from a different marriage? Mm-hmm. Well, then maybe tenants in common would be the way to go. Uh, where you set it up where each of you own the property is tenants in common, not you know with joint survivorship. That way, when you pass, it goes to your heirs as opposed to 100% to the other side. Uh, but all that is just a small part of a an uh, um, estate planning uh, scenario. Uh, we always mention I do a lot of things. Well, I, I do do some wills, but um, if we're going to get into complicated stuff, what I would do is get an attorney who does only that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kentucky doesn't certify specialties of legal practice. We're all general practitioners, uh, you know, so we can all do everything. But the thing is, you want to go to somebody that does that particular thing, and it sounds to me like he's wanting to get some estate planning going on the cheap. Um, and that's never a good idea. No, you got to spend it to get, yeah. make sure so you give me protect- a call. I can, yeah. hook, if, if I don't do it, I can hook you up with the guys who do Chuck Crosby's number. As we wrap up today's show over at the Crosby law offices is four, nine, nine, six, three, six, zero. And thanks for being here, Chuck. Mm-hmm. Also here, Brian O'Rear, owner of home team inspection service. They hire veterans to do the inspections and the, the number one home team inspection service, three, five, seven, zero eight one three thank you good to see you bob good to see you and remember if you're looking to buy or sell we've got a team of 20 agents we are really looking for homes to sell we keep selling them so we need them three seven six five four eight three see you next week on news radio 840 whas